Hi everybody, this is Julissa. Thank you so much for coming back to my podcast and listening to this uh, podcast. I do appreciate each one of you coming and listening and sharing this podcast. So today, you know, God put in my heart to speak about this a couple of weeks ago and I just got to the point of actually speaking about it because I believe this is very important, okay? Let me just tell you something. Um, This, what I'm going to speak about right now is very um delicate, I guess you can say, and I understand we are living in very hard times, you know? Life is hard, and if anybody out there is listening to this and you're struggling with something, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, I can pray for you. You can definitely reach out to me. You can email me, julissa, julissadesigns.com if you need a, spe- a specific prayer. Um, the feeling of hopelessness is never coming from God, so you need to understand that. And, you know, I'm going to speak about this I saw the other day, right? I saw the other day the story about a, a meteorologist, um, excuse my pronunciation, meteorologist, she had, she underwent laser, LASIK surgery for her eyes, right? And she was a mom of two, I believe, and she went to some complications, right? She had complications after the surgery, and she eventually ended up, um, you know, killing herself. And that's, that's what I'm talking about. This is a very delicate subject, right? So I just, um, I just want to say that what a sad story that is, you know, that you, um, you go to the doctor, right? Because you, you know, you want a resolution for something, whatever it is that you're going through. Okay. And you, you know, we have been told, and I'm not trying to you know, I do believe in medicine. I do believe that there have been a lot of great accomplishments. You know, people are feeling better. People are struggling with diseases and things like that. And they're, they're you know, feeling better, overcoming, you know, lifesavers, doctors, and all of that. But I also understand that, you know, as in life, we haven't told to believe everything the doctors say and, and everything that the doctors say you should do, right? And let me just tell you, because a lot of the times we're so used to this belief uh, from, you know, from what our mom and dad told us, you know, society and things like that. It's okay for you to get a second opinion about something, Okay. You have to understand that doctors are also learning on a daily basis, right? Number one. Number two, you also need to understand that not every medication is going to work the same for everybody, right? And the other thing too is just because, you know, it's like I always say this example when I'm talking to people, when you, like, have you ever recommended a new restaurant to somebody? (laughs) And they're like, man, you got to go there. This is the best. And then they actually follow that you know, suggestion, I guess you can say, and then like, what are you talking about? This was terrible, right? And that's how life is, right? Sometimes some things work for some people, other things don't work for somebody. And it's the same thing, I believe, with medicine, right? There are people who say, you know, oh my gosh, I have a headache. And you're like, you know, I just take two a leaf and it's gone in like 30 minutes. And some people say, a leaf doesn't do anything for me, right? So, not every medication works well for everybody. And if not every medication works the same for everybody, not every procedure is going to do the same for everybody, right? And we, as humans, right, we want, especially when we're in pain, 
like you know this past couple of weeks i've been uh, having a lot of pain and things like that like we want resolution immediately right it's the worst thing right when you you just want to go back to your normal ways and you don't want to live life in pain especially physical pain right um and i understand desperation can lead to us um creating this urgency like i need a solution right now and i'll just do whatever they tell me to do right because i'm desperate right um but i'm saying it's always okay to ask for a second opinion okay um this mom she's a, a career woman right mom of two on television daily right giving the weather a meteorologist by profession she went ahead and got LASIK surgery. She had complications with it, right? And she was so affected by this miracle surgery that didn't end up being what she expected, I guess you can say, right? What a nightmare, right? Um, it's almost like these people that go out and go and have the surgery to lose weight, right? We all know the stories. And they go and they have the surgery to lose weight. And I got to say, you know, before getting off the topic a little bit, what i seen, um, they tend to, they like, it leads to other complications, right? And it's like, wow, you went through all of that struggle, uh, putting your body, right, I guess you can say, under the knife. And you spend so much money right because medical bills are no 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 joke right they're so expensive and you went through all of that you put yourself in there for all of that to at the end have so many complications that are leading you to see a doctor on a month on a probably weekly basis right it's like you take one medication to fix one thing and then you ended up being worse by the other right so this is what i mean like just because you know people are always going to tell you like um they, they're going to say oh yeah it's perfect it's always good you know it's always good to get a second opinion whatever it is that you're you're trying to do i'm not saying like i don't know her story that much about this um this lady who went to lasik surgery but i can only assure you when people get to that point where they're like okay let's do the surgery they're having the best high hopes ever, right? They understand, like, nobody who's going to have surgery is, like, taking it lightly. Everybody knows it's, you know, it's a very complicated procedure. You're putting your life at, your life at risk. Um, She's a mom of two. And your eyes, are you kidding me? Your eyes, right? Like, especially somebody who works on television who's a meteorologist. Like, yeah, you're going to take it very serious and you are going to you know you you know you're hoping of course you're always hoping for the best right and it's so sad because she she um she did a lot of um sharing with the audience on instagram as you as just you can say and also uh on her on her channel right on her the tv show that she used to work for she spoke about you know how much complication she was having and her name is you know um jessica star right she was the meteorologist from detroit who had 
LASIK surgery in 2018, right? And she, like I said, she ended up um, killing herself because of all the complications that happen after having LASIK surgery, okay? So these are some of the things that she underwent through. And like, by any means, I'm trying to, by any means, I'm not trying to bring any fear on anybody who's about to have this procedure done, okay? All I'm saying, guys, is ask for a second opinion, okay and if that's really the path that you must take you know pray about it and just pray and if you need prayer you can reach out to me julissa julissadesigns.com so these are the complications that she has she had um blurred vision and dry eyes reportedly uh, led her to depression and that depression eventually took um led her to commit suicide and this is some serious stuff people like the worst thing in life one of the worst thing i guess you can say is for you you know to have a struggle with something especially in your physical body and you go to the doctor and you do exactly what they tell you to do right you follow exactly what they tell you to do and you have no um improvement and you probably feel worse or you get other complications how that's like such a slap in the face and i understand that happens with so many things in life right it can happen with so many things but when you are using your you put in your body for something like that and you actually worse than why how you started you can only understand the the, the frustration right that anybody can feel right so it is so sad because she had two young kids and all of that. But the strange things about this whole case is that it's not she's not the first one who had gone under LASIK surgery and has committed suicide. And this is why I thought this is something that we need to speak about, right? I think that it's quite shocking to know that there have been so many cases of people who had gone under LASIK surgery and because of complications after they have ended up in depression and eventually um, taking their life, right? So let me just read more information to you guys about this. It says here that, um, it says here for Terry Stowell, much of uh, this uh, was true after his painful LASIK surgery in 2017. She had to have an inlay removed in order to gain some of her eyesight back through her vision wasn't returned entirely. She says the mental torture was the worst. Um, the vision, her vision continued to deteriorate after the surgery until she was eventually, she eventually lost the ability to drive and even cook for herself. She admitted feeling as though she lost her freedom and independence. Unable to apply the same makeup she had worn for 40 years, she added, I gave up on trying to feel good about myself. The fact that I have to have this surgery was the worst part. With time passed, um, Terry learned how to cope, and now she's able to read while wearing one contact and reading glasses still. Her work life is not as it once was. And this is the thing, okay? Um, how sad it is for you to do exactly what they tell you to do like i said guys let me just tell you um besides everything i'm like i said i believe in medicine i so grateful for doctors and, and nurses and all of that i'm not trying to say but all i'm saying is 
you it's okay for you to ask for a second opinion okay um at the end of the day the, the doctors and the nurses you have that's why they always say you get a good doctor it's almost like they always people always say you know make sure you have a good mechanic right at the end of the day they're all running a business okay and you have to understand how medicine is working these days, right? It's just super fast. You go to the doctor, they talk to you 100 miles per hour, right? They have a, a, a huge um, waiting room filled with patients that need to be seen. And they're di- diagnosing, diagnosing people like super fast. And it's like, I like my mom to be like, let me give you like I always been around doctors. This is so crazy, right? Even some of the stuff that I do outside of my creative um, thing. My mom was a, uh, a, I don't know how to say that word. I got to say uh, the person who does the, 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 the lab work. Um, so she worked in this clinic for many years. So that's the only job that I know that my mom had. Right. So I used to go there a lot. And because I was being, um, my mom would take me out of school some of the days because I was going through therapy from one of my legs, right? And, she, you know, she will go to work, leave early, so I will be with her during the day at work, and we will leave around 1 o'clock to go to my appointment. And that was like our day, like we did that for a couple of weeks, right? And I would spend a lot of the time in the office where she worked. I would be sitting in the reception desk, and she will be doing her job in the back, Right. So I always been around doctors, and she used to be um, a lab technician. I don't know how to say that word. This is so crazy. It's I'm sure it's hard. It's a hard word, not just for me because English is not my first language. But she used to do the lab work for people, right? So um, I used to been around around doctors a lot, and I feel like back then, even even if if it was in a different country, I grew up in the Dominican Republic, I could tell that the the time that doctors spend with patients is different now than what it was before. It's almost like the caring, I'm not saying that now people don't care, but even going to the hospital, like a few months ago when my mom was in the hospital, the way they even speak with you is 100 miles per hour, okay? They don't want you to ask another question. I remember one time, a few months ago, my mom was about to be discharging. I was giving instruction by the um by the the nurse that was discharging the doctor that was on duty that was discharging my mom to go home and he's like are you ready like he's like he's looking at me like i'm not gonna repeat myself so pay attention and that you know the way he was talking to me right this is the medication that she's gotta take after she goes home we're gonna sign her up for therapy uh physical therapy this and the other ot physical therapy whatever and the way he's talking to me is like i'm not gonna repeat myself i have a million other things going on to do right now so you better listen and my mom at that time was at the hospital for like five days right the caring of these doctors this day has gone to away like it's hard to find a good doctor these days um and mostly in part is because there is a business at the end of the day guys it's 2023 the medical field is a business um people are 
overworked, that's the other thing. So it's gonna create a chain reaction, right? So if I have three other patients waiting on you, I'm trying to go home, yes, I'm gonna speak to you 100 miles per hour because at the end of the day, I'm just trying to go home because the next day I gotta come here and do this all over again. So, it, you know, when you have a doctor who doesn't even have a time to answer a question for you, um, you know, you get frustrated and it creates a chain reaction, right? Um, I remember that they, even the, the people who came to pick her up at the ambulance were like, you know, how long is this going to take? Like, we got all the patients to take care of. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, my mom is handicapped, has dementia. They're getting her ready to go in the ambulance to go back home. Can you, like, give us more time? And it's just, it was just so sad. And comparing that to what I used to do, and what I used to see, because I'm not talking like I was five years old, I was old enough to notice things, right? And when I used to wait for my mom at her workplace in the Dominican Republic, and mind you, I know it's a different country and all of that, but it was a different thing. And, you know, and after that, we went to my doctor for my appointment in the caring, are you doing okay? And it was basically you know, taking their time with me. Um, and I understand I was younger, I was, you know, a child, but it was like very patient. Like I used to get tired of being there because we were there for so long and talking and maybe we should do this next and let's try this other thing now and see how that works. And it was like a lot of conversing and, you know, even being in the reception area uh, where my mom used to work, it was very like, you know, um, they will always come, the patients will always come and look for my mom because they're like, you know, if that other person couldn't find my veins, I want your mom because your mom is the sweetest and things like that, right? So it was very like, it wasn't as fast paced as it is now. And how sad it is that these days, even though you can show up to a doctor's office, you have insurance, you you are paying them, right? They're getting, they're going to build that insurance, man, even if you get there late and they don't see you. Even so, like that, they just don't have time right now for patients, right? And it's so sad because this is your body, this is your life. How can you not give me like additional like, listen to my question, right? How can you say to somebody, hey, um, you know, take this, you know, and it's like, but that's not, that's not my pain. Like, that's not, should I take this for pain? This is not what's happening. It's like, it is so sad to see that. So this is medicine right now. And this is why I'm telling you, if you are about to get something, of course, if you know the doctor for 20 years, it's a family doctor. I'm not trying to say doubt decisions and things like that. But if you like, man, this man wants me to do this surgery the, and the other, and like, let me not even go about talking about dentists because, man, I tell you about dentists. My dentist, one of the best dentists I got retired and I wish he had never done that. Uh, these days, it's like they just want to go, like, do this and the other, and do this, and this, and that. And you, like, you can almost see it in their face. They're always asking for the most expensive procedure. So, especially when it comes to dentists, get a second opinion, at least for that, right? So, going back to this topic about this LASIK surgery causing um, people to fall into depression, it can I can totally understand when you have, when you're an independent person, right, and you have, you basically depend on yourself, right, 
excuse me, and for you to now go home after this surgery, who is probably your toy, your friends, family, then, and this is why, what I always say to people, live in the present, guys. You just never know what's coming around the corner. You have to enjoy the moments that you have right now. All we have is the present. Going through this LASIK surgery and you got worse, right? Like this person said, she says, um, one of the person who had surgery in 2008, she said that the second touch procedure only made his double vision and impaired visual security and blistering 24-7 eye pain worse. So another person, his name is Joe, had a LASIK surgery in 2008, and he even became worse, okay? And how sad that is. That's what I'm saying. Like, you go trying to get this miracle thing that's going to um, solve everything, and you actually get worse. Get a second opinion, Okay. Always believe, guys, just because it works on somebody doesn't mean it's going to be for you. I'm not saying for anybody to be negative, to just be realistic, okay? Um, get a second bit. Is this really the thing for me, right? Is this really what I should do, right? It's so crazy how we go on reviews, right? We always like, I don't buy anything, by the way. These days, I go, if I'm going to buy something, I got to look at reviews. <laughs> like, that's what I do, right? Even if I go into a new restaurant or something, I don't got to look at those reviews before I even go. So we do that for restaurants. We do that for car dealerships. We do that for clothing or whatever. But we're like, oh, ASIC, uh, LASIK surgery? Oh, um, I should do this, right? I should get this thing for my teeth. I should, okay, let's do it. Because the doctor said, we have been told but it since the beginning always follow what the doctors say um i'm not trying to like i said i'm trying to bash anything or anybody right i do believe medicine i do believe medicine creates a lot of uh, people's um day-to-day -day life a lot better and medicine have created great things throughout life i'm not trying to say anything against it there are great doctors out there i know a lot of great doctors i know a lot of people in medicine like i said i've been around doctors my whole life all I'm saying is okay for you to ask for a second opinion. It's okay for you to look if they're telling you take this medication. It's okay to do your own research, okay, and research what the side effects are. Had you ever seen those commercials on TV? They say this, you know, the, now the big thing right now is the Ozempic, right? Everybody's the Ozempic. I'm waiting for somebody to recommend that to me now, right, because, you know, because of my size, I'm sure somebody somebody is gonna say like they will, they will always tell me. Oh, I know somebody who did the the what is the the gastric sleeve. Oh, what are you telling me for? Like, are you trying to suggest that for me? Like, people always want to give you those side comments. Like, there's nothing. I'm gonna repeat myself here. Nothing you can say to an adult person about their physical appearance that they have not discovered for themselves yet. So please keep your unsolicited advice shut okay don't say anything like we we are all adults here i'm not walking around thinking oh my goodness i never knew i was tall thank you for letting me know that's just so smart right so the big thing right now is the ozempic right look at the ozempic side effects long time long term side effects right everybody's always hoping for that quick fix 
that easy quick fix that you know you take it and you're going to lose 100 pounds within three months and that's it right look at the side effects of this gastric bypass um, surgeries look at the side effects of the lasik surgery right we can you can't just put your body to something and be like well hopefully i'm praying you know not praying but like this type of hope that you know it can go either way you know i'm hoping that this is going to resolve anything but you know it might not but i hope i'm one of, i'm one of those good ones that actually do good um a lot of these surgeries will create exchange reactions so meaning you will have to go back and forth back and forth right why because it's going to become a trial and error with the doctor right oh the lazy surgery didn't work or oh, now you have a complication let's try this other thing and uh, it, you know they're they're giving you hope every appointment is another hope right oh well you know it's not normal that you should take that long for to to be recovered but we'll try this other thing and by the end then you go like people can actually go like that for like years right back and forth because they're, they're so in need of going to that normal normalcy right so it's just so sad that we hear stories like this about lasik surgery and how so many people can fall into depression after and eventually leads to something worse right like i said um if you're listening to this right you are the feeling of hopelessness everybody is not from god god is God doesn't want anybody to feel hopeless. You know, there's power in the name of Jesus. If you need prayer, like I said, please reach out. Don't feel bad if you already had LASIK surgery, right? If you have LASIK surgery, it was a great success. Glory be to God. Okay, like I said, I believe there's a lot of great advancement in medicine. Um, If you have LASIK surgery and now you're having complications, we can pray for you like i don't want anybody to who's listening to this to feel bad for themselves because of something they create there's always a solution in life there's always a solution in life there's always hope because we have jesus don't ever forget that okay so i want to pray right now before i finish and you know i never pray in my podcast but i'm being led to pray because i know this is a very delicate subject and i said a lot of things all i'm saying is whoever's feeling pain in their body right now we pray in the name of jesus that everybody who's feeling the pain in their body right now is going to feel healing right now in the name of jesus we declare by by the stripes of jesus christ we are healed okay all the the spirit of infirmity and sickness and pain leaves right now in the name of Jesus. We command you to leave in the name of Jesus. We believe by the by the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, by the victory of Jesus on the cross, we are healed by his stripes, we are healed. The word of God says, by his stripes, we are healed. In the name of Jesus, we are receiving healing right now. Everybody who's listening to the podcast is is receiving healing right now in their body in the name of Jesus. And we cast out the demon of infirmity, the demon of pain and sickness to live right now. The demon of depression live right now in the name of Jesus. We command you to live and never come back. And we are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. And we believe in the word of God. We believe in the Holy Spirit. We believe in the Father God. 
In the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves by the blood of Jesus Christ and we declare ourselves healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming to this podcast and listening. God bless.